Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. The city of Kherson in southern Ukraine was the first major Ukrainian city to be occupied by Russia since the invasion began. And today, the Russian Defense Ministry said its troops have taken full control over that entire region. NPR's Daniel Estrin and Kat Lonsdorf have been keeping in touch with Vitaly. He's a 22-year-old college student, and we're not going to use his last name for his safety. They met him in Kherson two weeks before the invasion. He's been sending voice memos every day. Here's Kat with more. We reached out to Vitaly right after we heard his city had fallen to the Russians. That was March 3rd. How are you, we asked. Uh, not good. I mean, we are told that the Russians are uh, setting landmines in Kherson. This is just insane. What the hell are they doing? Vitaly couldn't verify the information about landmines. He saw it on TV. But this is his life now. Lots of rumors. The next day... Today, Russians were blocking the internet and just any sort of connection at all. And I only got back my Vodafone connection, which is my cell phone network. And still, I have no Wi-Fi, so still waiting for them to turn it back on. And he tells us there's a problem with food. I am running out of it. There's... Uh, Really not enough food right now in Kherson. This is a very critical situation. I still have some like macaroni, spaghetti, but uh, I don't have any meat, and this is bad. A few days after the occupation, people in Kherson start taking to the streets. Vitaly sends a video. Today we had a protest. Um, I went there, and uh, there were, like, a lot of people there. There were, like, nearly maybe 5,000 people, I think. Um, also, today was a kind of a lucky day because I happened to buy food. Like, I, I bought cheese, meat, and fish. Uh, you know, never thought that I'd be so happy of, like, buying food. Uh, you know, never in my life. But it just really made my day today. He says occasionally Russian soldiers will hand out food, but people don't trust it, and Vitaly won't take it. The protests keep happening, and Vitaly keeps going. As you can hear, people are screaming fascist, as the, you know, as, as the Russians are. I only leave my home just to go to protest and, uh, well, buy some groceries, and that's it. I just sit at home all day. He watches news and doom scrolls all day, every day. He sent a video from Kherson from one of those protests. It's a Ukrainian man climbing on top of a Russian tank. And uh, he put it like a Ukrainian flag on it and then he disappeared. I, I think he was kidnapped. Uh, and uh, I don't know what happened to him. Last week, Ukraine's Commissioner for Human Rights put out a statement saying that 400 Ukrainian citizens have already been illegally arrested. Several independent journalists in Kherson have gone missing, too. So I think I'm, like, really scared to go to, go to protest. But anyway, I think I'd go because I don't really see any other way. This is, like, the least that I can do. And there's still active shelling, of course. But Vitaly's wondering, how will this end? Will Kherson remain in Russian hands forever? In the worst case scenario, that if this occupation will remain after the war, 
if the her song will be Russia, then of course I'll have to move out because uh, there's no way that I'm living in Russia. Throughout all of this, Vitaly almost always starts his messages the same way. I am all right. Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, I am all right. We comment that he always seems so calm when so much is uncertain around him. And he texts back, I try to be calm, but it's not easy. Kat Lonsdorf, NPR News. Hey, I hear you have a birthday coming up. Yeah, you. If you're listening to this, that means you have a birthday coming up eventually. And here at Life Kit, we want it to be a special one. Magic can happen and good luck can happen and serendipity can happen if we're open to it. How to have a good birthday, even if you're not a birthday person. That's on the Life Kit podcast from NPR. Why is everyone so obsessed with traditional wives or trad wives on social media? This week, we're talking about the viral videos of women making marshmallows and mozzarella from scratch and how behind the sheen of calm kitchens and cute fits, there's some interesting pessimism about our modern world. And that's worth digging into. Next time on It's Been a Minute from NPR. Listen to Embedded for moments that stay with you. I could smell the smoke. I could smell the dust. Voices that resonate. <laughs> Stories that change the way you think about your life. How, how did we get here? The Embedded Podcast is NPR's home for original documentary series. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.